Welcome to Still Growing in Grace, a program dedicated to inspiring joy, giving hope, and delighting in grace. I'm Mike Zenker, and I'll be sharing with you a message of hope that will expand your understanding of God's love and amazing grace. God already deeply loves you, totally accepts you, and really, really likes you. Growing in Grace Ministries Canada and Hope Fellowship, your community church, invite you to enjoy today's program as we dig deeper into what it means to be still growing in grace. Grace, I hope you're having a really, really good day. Uh, today's program's going to be a little different. Uh, I've not done one like this today, uh, where I have a conversation with a group of people. <clears throat> so um, before I introduce this, well, no, let me introduce the group. This group uh, is a Facebook group called Jesus Unchained. Uh, subtitles, Deconstruct from Dead Religion Without Losing Your Faith. That to me is a really important uh, part of the equation without losing your faith because I remember the first time I uh, started to entertain this deconstruction notion or talk, like it, it was probably three or four years ago where that kind of terminology was beginning to be more actively used in, in at least in the circles that, that I'm in, uh, even though... I've been deconstructing for years and years, probably 20 years. Um, but it, it all depends on our definition of deconstruction. But I love this idea of um, Jesus unchained uh, to deconstruct from dead religion without losing your faith. I love the, the terminology of, and idea of dead religion because religion in, in a pure sense is is really connecting people together uh, based on a set of values uh, beliefs and such and such um, what we've seen happen is um, religion has been turned into a set of rules and regulations and uh, control uh, parameters and people are running from that and don't like it some love it good for you but um, I, I don't um, so how then do we unlearn some of these things without losing faith, without losing Jesus in it. And I've had many people come on to this program sharing stories of, uh, I don't believe in this anymore, I've, I've given up God, uh, but just Jesus. That's all I, I, I just believe in just Jesus. Now, but their journey from just Jesus is, is really one that's brought them to a place of a more beautiful picture of who God is. Um, anyway, I want to sh I want to talk to you about or share with you two books that have really impacted me lately. Hey, buddy, uh, good to uh, to to see you there, bro. Um, the first book I want to recommend, and we're gonna have Brad on to this program soon. Um, but this book called Out of the Embers: um, Faith After the Great Deconstruction. This is not an easy read, but it's a simple read with a lot of depth and a lot of um, here's why you need to know some history. All right. Um, when we got into the sections on, um, uh, existential courage, um, Nietzsche and, and different people like that, I thought, Oh, uh, that doesn't excite me to, to hear about that or read about that. Cause I got the audiobook, and I found out, man, we got to know our history. We have to understand why some of these people, people said what they said and why the religious uh i'll call it the legalistic church um uh, has a hard time with them because they've been misunderstood just like the bible 
So this is a great book, okay? The second book that I highly recommend, um, this is called Do I Stay Christian? A Guide for the Doubters, the Disappointed, and the Disillusioned by Brian McLaren. Uh, he also wrote a book called Faith After Doubt. <clears throat> this one is phenomenal. I think the first 10 chapters are dedicated to those who want to ditch their faith and say, uh, oh, is it that way? No. I forget. There's, there's, there's like two halves to the book, and they're intense all the way through. Um, if you, Maybe for the first half, I forget. Uh, he did word it. I, I, I think I heard it in an intro, and I thought it was just beautiful. So do I stay Christian? Again, these books fit this group that I'm talking about, and I'm in this group, uh, this Facebook group. By the way, the link to join the group is below. However, please mention you were listening or watched uh, uh, this program. That way they kind of have an idea of who you are because uh, <clears throat> they don't want individuals in this group that are not honestly deconstructing because this is supposed to be a safe place to uh, question, to ask what some people may think is a dumb question, but it's got to be safe enough to do that. So that's kind of where this group's at so i thought let's let's have a conversation with the admins of this group let's find out how this group got formed um for me i was the one learning the most so i'm, I'm kind of hosting the the uh, video but i thought i'm going to share this with with still growing grace still growing grace is a canadian ministry um and this jesus unchained is a group of folks that are from around the world however uh, a number of the key people are from canada um, and it's just a different tone. I think, I think you might like this. So let me introduce to you some folks who are also unlearning and have not lost their faith. And I think this is going to be great. I really, really hope uh, you like this. I'm going to be listening to it for the first time since I recorded it uh, with you. So I'm uh, comment away. And, and by the way, if you're watching and haven't commented, let me know you're watching and where you're watching from. But for now, let's get into this interview. I think you're going to love it. Here we go. So. All right. So Ooh. this is our first Zoom call. I'm going to hand this right over to Sarah. Sarah, introduce yourself and the group. And why were we, why are we doing this? I'm just going to be your little techie guy recording all this. Okay. All right. So hello, everyone. I'm Sarah. Um, I am the unofficial, I guess, leader <laughs> of Jesus Unchained. Um on Facebook um, about two years ago now. Um, Helen and I connected. Um, we're both Canadians, so that was kind of a really cool thing, and so is Mike. <laughs> um, and he's a Jays fan, obviously. <laughs> so, anyways, we, we didn't know each other from Adam. Uh, and oh. one of the people on her page commented, um, you, you should start a group. And I had already been thinking about it. And so I mentioned it to Helen and Helen goes, yeah, let, let, let's do that. And by the next day we, we had a group. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of how it worked. It started with the two of us and it's kind of steam, like picked up steam from, from there. Um, the reason that we started Jesus Unchained is that both of us had been through deconstructions um, of our faith and um, we're both at different places in that deconstruction um, but we wanted to help others 
that were going through the process um, or had even been through the process that felt like they had something to give and communicate to others that would help them. So um, that was the, the first thing, like helping people feel less lonely, um, feel, mm -hmm. helping them feel less afraid of what they were going through, um, kind of helping with the cognitive dissonance that really comes with deconstruction was, was part of it too, because you just feel like you're, you're going crazy sometimes with some of the thoughts that are going through your head with what you've been raised with versus what what's going through your head now right so we just had a desire to help others I think hey Helen yeah yeah totally it was such a, it was such a new place for me like to um yeah it was such a almost like a new journey and yet I look back and I see see the journey where where I come from and and how I got there but um yeah so I'm Helen and, and yeah, so, and I, I live in Brandon, Manitoba. So that's where I'm from. And Sarah's out in BC. Yes, on the coast. Yeah. Yes. yes. And, and what was funny is both Sarah and I had pastoral background. And so, and I was still in, in the ministry when we started this group. And, and since then, it's been a year and a little bit since we've stepped out, my husband and I. And um, yeah, been a hell of a journey <laughs> and glad to be here. Yeah, me too. Yes. Me too. And, and um, I so confirm that um, when you struggled yourself, our desire, our deepest desire was just to create a space, a safe space for people to talk, to be yes. real. To be yeah, the realness, yes, and definitely. just have just to love and support each other in this journey. So it's yeah. been an exciting, it's been an exciting few years for sure. It has been, yeah, and it's been exciting to see how many people have come along. We knew that, especially like I'll bring it up because it's gonna, you know, it's going to get talked about at some point, but especially with what happened in the states with the Trump presidency. Um, we knew that there was going to be a huge group of people that started deconstructing their faith because of what they saw happening in the church. And um, I don't know, I think with being Canadians, we have a little bit of a unique spin on that in the sense that, um, look, I'm hoping that we can be a little bit healing, like we can we can bring some healing to people. Um just differently do you know what i'm saying like if when you're always looking at the same people around you all of the time sometimes the answers can seem like they're not there and i think mm. with us being an international group there might be some there might be some ideas of how we can help bring some of those walls down that have gotten built too i've, um, I've really valued that you really frown on and don't allow political posts yeah. because i've noticed many people who do or are on the journey of deconstruction, if their deconstruction is so tied to politics, it's that's all they can see. Yes. But there's so much more. It's not exactly. about the politics. So to have your lens that you have provided for this group, I think you've done a really good job of just hang on. That's a whole different topic. That's not what this group is for. And I, I think you've done a great job on that. Yeah. 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 No, it's exactly. I mean, we can't ignore that that happened, but it's not what we're it's not what we're about. 
How did you get other people involved in who talk about your team? Uh, okay. Well, I think I talked about how Helen and I got together. Um, then Nikki was, I think we kind of started connecting on Facebook again mm-hmm. and Nikki's in Australia in Adelaide. Um, and we noticed her heart and how she was um, just pouring it out to people on the page and just trying to help people along. And both Helen and I, like, we talked and I said, what do you think? Do you think Nikki might be a good fit for us as far as, you know, being part of our team on this journey? And she, she was like, yes, immediately. Like there was no yes. discussion. We were just, yes, she's the one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she said yes immediately too, which was... Which was surprising because I, I mean, we didn't really know each other either, right? But it's, it's like, it's like God has bought us all together for, for right now. Mm. Like, you know, like we didn't all know each other two years ago, but we do now. Um, and then um, Gary came along and he's not here tonight. Um, we just, again, noticed that he was um just putting into the group and and he had like a a father's heart a grandfather's heart for the group um kenny um kenny and i started touching base and he sent me um a book that he and his wife laura have written on racism and it was excellent and again you could just see his heart Mm -hmm. um towards the people right like it it was wanting to help people and wanting to help them get through this journey um Mm -hmm. and then mike you and i connected um and started and started chatting and again god just brought it together like you have a heart for this you have um you have a heart to do the recording stuff which none of us knew how to do think so it's it's a i just feel like yeah god's just bringing it all together like we're uh a cohesive team of people that yeah are, are wanting to go somewhere with um what we're finding out about jesus and and with what we're finding out about his love right like those are i think if we have like a statement of faith for the group it, it would be it's all about love mm-hmm. it's totally that simple because you know if you take the bible apart that's basically what Jesus talked about. The, the, the four Gospels, that's, that's what he was here for. Everything else is what everybody else thought about it. But he just came to show us love. And that's what we want, want to communicate to our group. And we want the people in our group then to, as they heal, that that's their, they're reaching out. They're touching people's lives with that same type of love, right? So. so you just mentioned something really important on healing. Mm-hmm. Um, could you give your personal snapshot of what you hope to see this group uh, deal with and how it functions? Then maybe each person can give their lens because sure. while we have a common agreement, each one brings a unique flavor and focus because we're not all good at the same thing. So no. Sarah, could you maybe just give us that? I love that idea of a place to heal. I caught that in your word there. Yeah. Um, then we'll just go around the the, wind, the Hollywood squares here. And... Sure. Um, that was, that's how I've been raised. That was my calling as a pastor before is to a church that felt that they were to bring healing to the nations. Like that was their heartbeat. And so it's always been my heart to see people heal. And I didn't realize people were going to need to heal from the church. 
um, until I went through my own stuff that hurt, right? Um, I think the biggest things are that there's room for anger, there's room for hurt, and there's room to talk that through. But Mm. you also want to see growth in that you're helping people towards a path of forgiveness. Mm. Um, Because if you don't walk towards that path of forgiveness, like you said, all that comes up is the politics and the, the, the angst the differences, right? And I I don't think God wants us to be separate forever. I think it's a a period of time where he's taken us out so that he can heal us. Mm -hmm. Um, um, And then at some point, I'm hoping that we are able to all get back together again. You know, like that's my hope that, that Jesus would bring healing and reconciliation to the pain that's that's come out over the last you know six years Mm. um so that would be the big part i don't know how i don't know how group will will help with that like i know talking it through is Mm. helpful um i do some personal counseling not a lot but a little bit with people um people just want to feel loved. They want to feel heard. Um, and to know they're not alone. Yes, yeah. exactly. They, yeah. they aren't the first people going yeah. through this, whatever yeah. it is that they're going through at that moment, right? Like yeah. for me, it was pain. It was lonely. It mm. was cognitive dissonance. Um, for some people, it isn't that at all. Some people it's just, oh, I feel God's love is leading me here. And they never go through that type of um angst so it's really cool to have a group of now 1600 people that everybody's got a different story everybody's got a little bit way um a different way of looking at it and at first um i felt like i had to be there 24 7 looking at everything and looking after everything and i don't feel that way anymore like this last little while i've taken a break and it's been beautiful to watch the group Mm -hmm. um come together and just watch people in group that Mm. love on each other right like there's and there's no animosity there's no and that's something that we've really strived for as leaders um is that this group isn't a place where you come and get beat up Mm. it isn't a place where you come and argue um it's a place where you come to receive love and to give love um to everybody else so that yes we can all heal from what we've been through yeah that cool. makes sense kenny all right that's where you're from and all that stuff too um i'm from uh, the south deep south of the united, the united states right outside new orleans i grew up in mississippi and um i'm sure you all watched the movies about mississippi um but me and my wife and four kids live um, just outside New Orleans. They were raised on children in New Orleans. I was, I grew up in, in Mississippi as did Laura. And uh, I, don't, I don't, I was trying to think back when I joined you guys, I don't really know how it came about, how I came across the space or the, this page, but somehow I did. And I just, it's like, I just was drawn to it. And every, just would look at it and read it and 
then I started commenting or sending stuff, you know, a little bit, just just a just a touch. Um, and then I think Sarah, you put out a, you were like, hey, if anybody wants them, and we, I think we we talked online a few times. Would like to help, and so I'm like, I don't know why I did because that, that is not really what I wanted. I just like I did it. I don't know why I did it, but I did. But um, I'm glad I did. I mean, I, it really, I really am glad I did. And you guys are great. And I'm glad that, uh, that, and I'm, me and Helen become friends and Nikki, we, we've, we've chatted. And, and I went off, it was so crazy to do when I first joined. I thought the three of you guys were like bosom buddies. And I, I think I was talking to, to, uh, to Sarah and she's like, I don't really know them that well. I'm like, well, I thought you guys were like, yeah, go way back for you know generations but anyway nope. I don't know. <laughs> so. let me tell you Helen feels like and, that now yeah it does okay. like, yeah. Helen and Nikki were an answer to prayer because before I went through my deconstruction I had two best friends mm. and after my deconstruction I no longer had those two best uh. friends and one was a blonde and one was a brunette. And I totally believe that, like Job, <laughs> God's restoring. Aww. Right? Like, I totally believe that. Like, mm. that the I'm relationship. I'm just hoping to have hair. Sorry. You two don't replace anybody. Sorry. <laughs> <You're> kidding. <laughs> He's gonna yeah. try it on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kenny, Kenny, yes. can can you um share from your heart what you like about this group or what you're hoping to see and how people how you hope people will interact? Well, I think uh, seeing we 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 don't see a lot of negativity. I think we do that. I mean, Sarah's quick to find that and point it out. If one of us, if if we don't see it, she stays on top of it. But seeing the people interact especially looking at their people when they're submitting to become members you sort of see what they're whether it be lgbtq whether it be trump whether it be um sin hell we sort of see what their buttons are and we see what and so we see some of these people and some give lengthy uh hey this is really um, i mean and some give something short and poignant but it's um you just see the hurt and the, the people mm -hmm. that are really anguishing over has been put into the Bible and it's basically a lie, a big lie is what I call it. And it was, the things that were put, homosexuality, and the things that have just been put into the Bible. Once you find out hey, this was not in the Bible in the beginning, and people start, I think, uh, Religious people don't want to know that because when you tell them that, they just like change the subject or go, uh, you know, get upset. They're not, they don't really want to see that. So it's like you can't really change anybody's mind or you can't force it down their throat. You just have to, to love them. And that's sometimes hard to do. I mean, and there's nothing harder to love than a religious person, in my opinion. And that's just, the, or a Trump supporter. I mean, that's my two big ones. And I, I'm going to go back to the politics. Of me being the only American here, I do agree that Sarah and we think I think they're a great job of like a hey, Republican, Democrat, whatever. But as far as of um, when you when a lot of people and I've, I've read it, a lot of people have came to us and had 
when they're and I had this problem. I'm thinking, okay, you have Jesus here, you have Trump here. They don't line up together, but yet we have all our loved ones and people we've known forever and have been our religious leaders over here in the Trump circle. I can't understand that. And so I had a really huge problem with that. And it wasn't so much politics. It was like, what the hell is going on? Are we in a bizarre world? I mean, this is really, and I still struggle with thinking, I don't understand. It's almost like a Jim type situation. I know that sounds crazy, but this has been crazy. In my opinion, so that that and I and I don't I don't want to get political, but there is and I know you guys being on the outside looking in, it is intense here when it, when it comes mm-hmm. to that. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. So some people, I say to people that you're my litmus test. I always know when I need to broach something because that's how we deal with it in group. Is if there's something happening as is is we try to broach it from the top and then talk about it rather than having a bunch of and we're looking at two more posts, years right right i agree and we're looking at two yeah. more years now this is going to be front and center and you see you know you don't see the pastors jumping on board trump right now but no. as soon as it's going to be interesting to see if he wins the nomination where are the jim jeffers and all the people that love him and the cat cat whatever face name is cat Kerr, the people that were pontificating and, and prophesied and that he was going to go back into office and what are they going to it's been a big it's been tough I mean, it's been can't tough even here. imagine what it's like when you have texas and you have all the different people just um and you think am i seeing this wrong i mean me, me and laura talk all the time my wife my wife's name is laura and I, we talk all the time and we're like are we on the wrong side of this i mean really we really think are we on the wrong I mean I really question myself and then but then when I balance that against love then it's like no we're not on the wrong side we're what on the wrong a side. novel idea huh. yeah <laughs> when in doubt just do that and I think you always come on yeah. yeah well it's the only thing it's like you said it's the only thing we have mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like we were, the only thing we we're told to do well, yeah, because yeah, you can you can take it to like a situation where you start trying to harm one another, but to what end does that? You know what I'm saying? Like the whole point is like one of the things about group is, and I'll bring it into this is like we don't all have the same statement of faith. We don't all believe exactly the same way. Kind of what holds us together is what we don't believe anymore do you know what i mean and but there's a freedom in us being able to believe whatever we feel you know what i mean like there's a not that we're not looking for truth because we are i'm not saying that but there's a there's a freedom to find it rather than having to follow all these rules and pretend you're already you know that you've already figured it out if that makes sense yeah that's so the thing you figured anything out. Yeah. That, that's the one common core amongst the five, and you include Gary, the six of us, that is that is undoubtable is love. I mean, that's first and yes. foremost. And everything else is just the color of the carpet, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, that's what we won't argue about the color of the carpet, as we used to say in church all the time. You know, but, but everything else is just mm. is, is nothing. It's, it's, it has nothing else. To, I mean, that's it. That's it. Yeah. 
that's really the common denominator, isn't it, between all of us is that right. we all stand firm that God is love. Yes. Right. And, right. and in every human being. And so we can put all our differences aside and, and come together because God is love. And, and, and is in God. him, yes, in him we find that unity together and we yeah. can say, hey, we can have different, we can be on different parts of our journey exactly. and we can yes. support, love one another mm-hmm. and, and recognise, hey, it's just a journey and all of us are on yeah. this same journey. It might look differently but we all have this one thing in common and that's that, mm-hmm. you know, God has one purpose, that mm-hmm. love resides love abides love heals love mm-hmm. wins as robel would say you yes. know ultimate ultimately love will have the final say and so i think you know this this um forum is a beautiful place for people to explore what that looks like safely. And, and safely without judgment or or criticalness or Oh no, well I believe this, so you should believe this, or you know, or I have the answers. Heck, nobody has the answers. Yeah. We all just all see in part and we can learn from one another. And mm-hmm. you know, I don't have to believe everything one another person mm. believes, but there might yeah. be snippets of their journey that I can learn from. And and I think the most beautiful thing about this group is there's so many people who are deconstructing very differently from me, you know. Some similar, some way different to the way I have and who are rebuilding differently from me. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful because you have Mm. all these people from all all across the world and yet we've never met each other (laughs) physically and yet we just, there's a camaraderie that's, that's there. That's just precious. And I think... That's just the most beautiful thing about deconstructing and rebuilding is that it really does take away and tear away all the divisiveness that keeps us all apart. You know, that's cool. Look at our friend lists too across Mm. the internet. We've all found each other. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like in on on different pages and on different. It's like we've all we've we we still wanted Jesus because. The one thing that I want to bring over in this couple of things is I think it's important. I I mean, this is what I believe. You don't have to believe this, but I believe that narrow way that is spoken about in scripture is love, that it's going through the process of learning how to love God, really learning how to love yourself, because until you love yourself, you honestly Mm -hmm. can't love others. Going through that process is going through the narrow door once you're through that narrow door it's really wide it's not like there's this scripted really tight version that you have to walk jesus it there's there's total freedom in in jesus i mean i don't want people to go out and do silly things but you know what i'm saying like there's um there's freedom there there isn't rules and legalism and dogma like we've been taught about in the past and the other thing is that people keep wondering about what's happening to the church and the truth is that we're the church we are the church jesus lives and moves 
breathes through us. So we are the church. So wherever we are together is church. It doesn't have to be in a building with a bunch of other people, although it can look that way. Us meeting together, just talking in group is church. Like, because mm-hmm. we are that church, right? So that's that's also one of the deconstruction categories is, is unlearning what church really wasn't and isn't. Yes. And everything mm-hmm. that we're unlearning or deconstructing uh, is technically not true anyway. That's why it's yeah. deconstructing. Yeah. 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 So to know that, that we're not giving up Jesus. Some people, yeah. some people do. They swing right to the goodbye uh, Jesus. And I don't think we're there. Uh, I don't think that group, this group is that either. And that's mm-hmm. what I see in each of you. And that's really cool. Yeah. Well, it's, that was a big one that the bathwater is super dirty. We want to get rid of the bathwater, but the baby stays. Mm-hmm. Right. Jesus is the baby. Mm-hmm. Without him, none of the rest of it works. It just doesn't. Right. Like, I don't know about the, the rest of you guys, but it, it's, for me, the more you start reading about Jesus, the more you, or yes, you will, I, I like to the more we start reading about this dude, and the more we start um, understanding what love is, the more mm-hmm. I've started hating, I mean, absolutely hating religion and yes. seeing and, and seeing the the damage and the cruelty yes. of what religion, I mean, religion is so destructive mm-hmm. and that Yeshua is so mm-hmm. healing that it's like, yeah. what, you know, what, what is, what is, is really maybe, maybe the largest, you know, people said the largest, you know, lie the devil ever, the biggest trick the devil ever pulled on mankind. It's got to be religion. Yeah. At least, at least the system it, of religion, right? Yes. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. you know, and it, believe in the devil or not believe in the devil. I'm not saying it, but I'm just saying as far as evil. Yeah. evil I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's religion. Religion is is mm-hmm. well. We we tend to build boxes around whatever we think is the revelation, right? And once we get the one revelation, then that's it. That's God. But mm-hmm. we're never supposed to build the box because God keeps revealing Himself, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's uh yeah, yeah. I know for my my hubby and I. Um, being in ministry for so long, um, you can see it happening because we moved to so many different places and different cultures and different mindsets and even different denominations we were a part of. Our boxes kept breaking. And mm-hmm. I, and I've, when, when it dawned on me that following Jesus was leading us out of the system, Mm-hmm. that was such a huge revelation. And, and I feel like even because the system burnt us out. And so I never saw that until recently. It was actually due to, first of all, this walk out of fear totally deconstructs you when like, it is the encountering of Jesus love himself that actually began to just like something is amiss with the things we believe the system and the belief systems were keeping me in fear. And so I felt like just what Jesus would say to me would, was just so out of this religious belief system. I thought, 
that it just sounded so good, too good to be true. Yeah. But, but it was this journey of following Jesus that I felt like has led us out of the system for now. And it's, and my heart, because along the way, not only did we need healing, but you encounter so many people yes. that have been so destroyed and damaged by wrong views of God. And, yeah. and that is like my deepest heart desire because I've watched um, the one I love the most, which is my hubby yeah. who was pastoring and, and the self-hate and just because of the belief systems that were not true about who God was and watching him heal has been so amazing but this journey as painful as it is it has been so beautiful and yeah, so when you yeah. begin to feel that love and feel the healing you know there are millions out there who need that mm. and that is our heart here in this group is for just a space where people can come and will walk with you yeah. just as a whole you're not mm. alone and um there is healing love will heal love will drive out the fear and the wrong images of god that we've seen okay. and it's so beautiful yeah the scripture perfect love casts out all fear is oh it's been a huge thing while deconstructing that that scripture has come to life so i yeah. totally understand what you're saying yeah absolutely I think, I think sometimes people also need to redefine love that's yeah. not a romance movie and or yeah. love it makes everything okay yeah. it's not what love is right. when we when we yeah. take a look at agape the true meaning yeah. of agape yeah. that to me changes uh god is love yeah, yeah. It just it, it, it does require an unlearning unthreading yeah. a false concept of love and a yeah. false concept of god and then jesus shows up and says y'all your, your teachers had it all wrong. Nobody's yeah. seen God. Nobody's gotten it right. But the yeah. Father and I are the same. We're, we're one. Yeah. You've seen me? You've seen the Father. Yeah. Yep. That blew my mind. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jesus is the face of God. Yeah. 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 Period. Yeah. End of story. That's right. Like it's. That's really cool, Helen, to hear your story. I didn't know that about your husband. Um, and, I, and I'm a pastor. I'm still in a role. I'm still doing the thing. But I feel yeah. like I'm straddling um, the unlearning and still in a church where people are still unlearning and deconstructing and not yeah. not so much the deconstruction, but renovating and regrowing, you know, or, or um, reshaping the faith that has has now grown anew. And I think mm. that's been a lot of fun, too, because it yeah. gives me hope that, hey, I, I, there's still stuff I'm going to face that I have to unlearn. You know, I don't yeah. know what it is, but that's okay. My heart is getting tuned to listen to the Holy Spirit, not to yeah. a book, not to a yeah. teacher, a exactly. leader, you know? Yes. So yeah. I'm still learning it. I, just because yeah. I'm a pastor, don't assume anything. Yeah. Uh, that's just yeah. a, a funky role, but. Yes, I think one of the cool things, sorry, Helen, is that with deconstruction is that by meeting each other, we've given, especially those that were ahead of us a little bit, like, um, Dr. Brad Jerzak, yeah. um, he gave us words, 
He gave us the vocabulary for what we were already feeling and going through. Um, right. Like it was like all of a sudden there was just, we, we had a way yeah. to describe what it was because yeah. now there was vocabulary because somebody had actually, you know, thought it through and it was. Yeah. Can I, can I share a meme with you guys that I shared sure. with my church on Sunday? Yeah. I'm going to do the share screen thing here. Give me one sec. This was really, really good. This is like Brad Jerzak saying it, but it's a guy named Brian Metzger. Mm. So sometimes we say deconstructing my faith when what we really mean is I just discovered that faithful followers of Jesus have for centuries read the Bible differently than I've been taught to. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Things like that, redefining deconstruction, finding better words and different people. Each of you have added vocabulary to people. I've learned from you and you know, we just, we just share what we learn. Nothing's original. Yeah. The most incredible thing for me was, um, I remember when I, I had deconstructed, but I, I did this completely on my own, like started 15 years ago and then nine years ago, it was like the wrecking ball just hit hard, bang, everything went. And it was a really scary, very traumatic time. Um, mm-hmm. I came from a, mm-hmm. I, I was born in a Greek home, born in Australia though, so I have very um, cultural Greek home, but I had no um, religious upbringing as such. And I got saved into saved into a Pentecostal church, which was really beautiful at the start, changed leadership and became a full-blown cult. Yeah. Oh. Not just cultish practices or cultish beliefs, but a full-blown cult with a cult leader. Um, and that left me with severe PTSD and I mean horrific I could not be around a Christian and not feel like throwing up and my sweating feeling so sick I I relate to Helen's hubby I felt like the worst of sinners and was treated like that also um so I think the most amazing thing the most incredible thing was to discover that Mm. this gospel that we were taught Mm. was not the gospel originally and that what seems new to us now is, in fact, the ancient faith. Yes. Right. Is, in fact, the way the early church fathers read it, the way for centuries the medieval teachers taught it. And that really evangelicalism and I guess Protestant teaching has, and, and you know, I don't want to put everybody in the same boat. No. I really don't want to do that. But what it's done, that's the new thing. That was the thing that went off course. It made it all about the raw and all about performance and all yes. about all about my faith yeah. rather than than the one who is faith, who is Jesus, mm. yeah. you know, and he is he is the, th- the the man, the God man who shows us what it's like to walk out in love, yes. and that's a real freeing place from thinking I'm a horrible, wretched sinner. Yeah, who's gonna who who or 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 man, I've got the goods, and you're a horrible, wretched sinner. Yeah. And somehow I have to help you see the light because 
I have the light and you don't. And I think it's the most refreshing thing to realise that, Mm. you know, God didn't hide the truth. It's always been there. And there's just for a moment our we just did the best we could with what we were taught and what we were taught was inherently antichrist. Well, that's what so, it is, is anti-Christ. And so it is. And I think throughout history and also deconstruction has existed right from the start because so long as there is man, all you have to do is look at the Old Testament to see how much we create a God in our own image, you know, and how we interpret um, the actions that happen around us, um, you know. And I think there's this understanding that, hey, so long as we're human, we don't understand God fully. We only see in part. So the rest of my life I will be deconstructing and rebuilding and deconstructing and rebuilding. It's a beautiful journey. It started off traumatic as hell for me. It took me many years to heal. But, hey, on the other side of it, there is this beautiful freeing thing. And more importantly, to come to a place where I love myself and I love other people. And I don't mean trying to love myself or trying to love other people. I mean genuine things from inside. And you look and you think, wow, I know that wasn't me. I know this has been God all along. Yes. Healing and gently guiding me through safely and sometimes very precariously. And very painful. We've got got just a couple more minutes left, just a heads up. Um, But hey, maybe you can get a quick wrap up, uh, Sarah. What do you want to say to this, to the group? Because I think this is really the first time we're doing a video to the group. Yeah, it is. Well, we hadn't had you before. So you see, you bring something to us that we didn't have. It's good. It's good. Um, I just, I just want people to be encouraged. Um, if you're feeling lonely, um, if you're feeling despondent, if you're in a, in a place where you're hurting, um, don't give up, you know, don't, don't let go of, of Jesus. Don't let's talk about it. Ask your questions. Like, don't be afraid. Like, don't be afraid to be mad at God. Don't be afraid to, don't be afraid to have the feelings and the conversations and, and read books that you know you've avoided because oh my god you know I'm not supposed to see that well sometimes that's how we find out truth right so it's like I just want to encourage people like don't be afraid to search for it so yeah what she said (laughs) (laughs) awesome yeah, I, I don't think we need to be afraid of the deconstructing. And I think when people find this group, my hope is that they will see, hey, I'm allowed to ask questions. We were never allowed to question the answers. Um, yeah. But now we're questioning everything and everything can be be questioned. I think it's important. So, um, As a little child. Yeah. And so Jesus is big enough to walk us through down any narrow deconstruction topic and is big enough to bring us back if we've overstepped, if we've overworked yeah. the base. Jesus is big enough to bring us back. And so we don't yeah. have to worry and live in fear. So yeah. I think it's really important. Exactly. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I'm looking forward to the Great. next one and maybe we'll even have a topic. Who knows? But uh, we're going to have a discussion once we finish this recording. So mm -hmm. folks, thanks for watching yeah. this little short uh, thingy and we'll do it again. Yes. All righty. I hope you enjoyed that uh, conversation between the admins and the forming members of this Facebook group called Jesus Unchained. Um, uh, again, it's a, it's a, be careful with your expectations when you come into a group. Ooh, I'm going to get all this out of it. Well, maybe it's not so much about getting something out of it as it is um, growing in it. Okay, developing a couple friendships. Um, it's not a place to post your own personal teaching like crazy. Once in a while, I get to because I'm one of the admins. But um, this is about having those conversations asking some of those questions if you come across a really good um video that uh um, a resource that answers some questions about deconstruction or the journey or a, a really tough question on faith hopefully this becomes that group or one of the groups because there's many on the internet but this is a unique one so that's why i'm sharing it i'm part of this one and i love it and uh I, I hope this uh, becomes a safe place for people to land. And if you land and don't like it, then leave. And those that um, uh, like it for a little bit of time and then move on, that's great. There are no rules for, for how long you stay. My hope is that you'll be encouraged by it. And uh, I love the hearts of each of these individuals. Did you catch that? I, I'm, I just rewatched it for the first time since I recorded it. And man, that was, that was really good. It, kind of had this cool man i like these people they're really good people and we're gonna do this again and maybe uh kind of have different topics as we go so stay tuned for more um if you do join the group just mention in the because you have to answer some questions so if you don't answer the questions you're going to get rejected so you gotta answer the questions and why are those questions important well it's to make sure people um take the time to meaningfully apply to be in this group. Um, it's not for uh, religious people who want to combat deconstructionists. We don't, this is not for you. Go somewhere else. This is for a group of people that want to learn and are exploring, um, agree to the guidelines, um, and that's it. So it's, it, uh, the moderators are there to see others grow in love. So, you know, jerks get bumped out and don't be a jerk. That's it. Be like Jesus. Be, be loving. <laughs> I think it's great. Anyway, uh, so the link's below if you want to, uh, uh, <coughs> sorry, uh, if you want to consider joining the group. And uh, next week, I have a special guest, Catherine Toon. So stay tuned for that. And uh, um, we'll, we'll deal with that one next week. So until then, I hope you guys have a really, really good week. And I hope you enjoyed that conversation. If you did enjoy it, please comment. I think you'll love that. Have a great rest of the week. Peace out. Join me next time on Still Growing in Grace for more good news. Enjoy previous episodes by downloading our podcast at growingingrace.ca. You can also visit hopefellowshipycc.com to find our service times and location. If this show has been an encouragement to you, please consider making a donation today at growingingrace.ca and help us keep spreading this good news. Thank you again for tuning in to Still Growing in Grace.